Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Some people celebrate the holidays, but you, you dominate the holidays. You deck the halls, the mantle, and anything else that will stand still. You deserve a bold, cold brew that's as festive as you. Topped with creamy cookie butter cold foam, covered in cookie butter crumbles, and perfectly pairable with our new cookie butter donut, Dunkin's Cookie Butter Cold Brew is a delicious match for your decked out domination. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. So Vicky met Tom on Tinder. Vicky pointed out the fact that it is rare to find someone on Tinder and you both swipe right and end up going on a date. But Tinder has become, I don't know, somewhat legitimized recently. It's not like it used to be where it was strictly hookups. People are actually getting together and going out on dates more and more. And that's what Tom and Vicky did. They went to Barley Corns. It was a great night. They were sitting outside. There was live music on the patio. Conversation came easy. They seemed to get along great. He walked her to her car, gave her a hug, and said that he would talk to you later or see you later, or you're not quite sure, but he see did. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> did it sound like he had, you know, he was anticipating talking to you again? 100%. All right. That's why I'm so surprised. Gotcha. Hmm. All right. So even though nothing happened, you didn't feel like he was blowing you off then. I guess. I guess earlier when you told me about it, I thought you know maybe he just he seemed like in a hurry to get out of there. But no, he just I think was being. I mean, unless I'm a total idiot, which is possible, it just seemed like he was being really nice and polite and you know like oh, like gentlemanly. Gen- totally, completely, yeah. okay. and that that's why I'm confused, and that's why I actually, if there's a reason, I. I want to know because I, I want to see him again. Okay. Let's call Tom. Hello? Hey, can I speak to Tom, please? Yes, it's him. Hey, Tom, it's Jeff and Jenna, Q102. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Jeff and Jen, huh? <laughs> uh, let, me, let me guess. Second date update. <laughs> yes, sir. You got it. Yeah. Ding, ding. Well, I've only been on one date, so I totally know who this is about, and I know she's on the line, so... Okay, so let's get I the formalities he... out of the way. Vicky, go ahead and say hello. Hi. Hi. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I haven't gotten back to you. I had a little mishap with my phone right after, the day after we had our... Uh, Really great date, a lovely date. I'm not, I'm not sure if you remember me mentioning the girl I recently broke up with. We have the same circle of friends, 
and I went out the day after we had our date. Uh, I went to a bar with some friends, and she was there. And um, she got pretty drunk, and while I wasn't paying attention, she got a hold of my phone. She's a very jealous girl, and she went through all my pictures and my texts, deleted all my numbers and my Tinder account. So I lost all your info. I was pretty I was pretty pissed and really? I'm sorry. <laughs> right. I'm really sorry. The old I um, lost your info. Okay, now I have to tell <laughs> you. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous, but it's tr- it's so true. I, I I wouldn't make this up. Um I, I got to tell you Tom, as we are sitting in this studio listening to you tell your story, I was buying every word of what you just said until I looked up at Fritch's face and she has this look like <laughs> Where you move your lips to the side when somebody's telling a lie, like all the way over like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I looked over at Jen, and I don't, th- I don't think you're buying it either. I don't know. I'm half. And, but I mean, you know, this is a technology thing, too. For me, it's like, okay, I think that would be pretty, I, that's, it, my, that's feasible. It's, how long were you without your phone? Because she accomplished quite a bit in what sounds like a very limited amount of time. Well, I mean, when you're with a group of friends, <laughs> You know, you're talking and stuff. You don't. I'm not looking at my phone. Most of the people that I want to be on the phone with were there, right? Um, other than Vicky, you okay. know, and um, it just <laughs> happened. You know, a few drinks and you're not paying attention, and that so hour you, or so goes by. Oh, so you didn't even realize your phone was missing at that point? No, I had no idea. I mean, I tried to avoid her within the circle, so I was talking to other people. We just kind of share similar the same circle of friends right. so by the time i figured out what was going on uh, uh-huh. it wasn't Damn it. always feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. She was done. So, I, noticed, I, I noticed Vicky yeah, is being absolutely. Vicky's being very quiet right now. <laughs> um, Listen, I'm comple- I completely understand that this story does not is doesn't sound great, and I feel I feel terrible. Actually, I had planned to go back on Tinder tonight and to find you, Vicky, and. Um, I made a quick Facebook search. Exactly, Tim. <laughs> exactly. Tim's turning on you, too? Oh, boy. Well, and then when you start your sentences with, well, what happened was, I find it unbelievable. Well, who cares if we believe it or not? Vicki, do you believe it? Um, gosh. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I'm having a hard time understanding why he would lie. This sounds like yeah. if this was a lie, boy, this is a grand one. Yes, and why would he be excited to hear from us? Why would he pick up the phone? He knew it was us right away. And we all know that one girl that can get really vindictive. Some of us know more than one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and if she grabbed your phone and saw you had a Tinder account. Right. Yeah. But Vicky? Um, well, okay, so this is what I'm thinking. I'm not stoked about the fact that uh, 
he hangs out with his ex-girlfriend because that's never a good thing. But I, I had such a good time on our date that I'm not, I'm not, okay, I'm going to let <laughs> my jury go out and I'm, I'm, I would be excited if you actually wanted to go out on another date and then see what happens. Oh, there you go. That sounds fair to me. Yeah, yeah that is too. fair. Yes. Hmm? But if he blows you off again, then you really oh, know. Yeah. We got trouble. <laughs> play on, play oh, Right yeah. here in River City. That won't be a thing no, that happens please. again, but I will allow that to happen again. Yeah. I, I'm willing to be, to prove myself. So, yes, give me another chance, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. Okay. I think that's good. <laughs> hey, if he did make up that story. Good for him. It was a good one. <laughs> And he either had it on standby, which shows a man who prepares, or he's very creative in the moment. There's a man or two listening right now that's taking notes. Yep. <laughs> yep. He's All very right. quick-witted on the fly. What yep. can I say? What yes. can I say? Okay. Who are we setting this up with, Richie? Tom or Vicky? Vicky, because she called first. Okay. You got it. Tom, thanks for taking the call, man. We appreciate it. And good luck to you both. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Bye, Vicky. Bye. All right. Take care, Tom. Vicki, hang on. Okay. All right. If you've been out on a first date and haven't heard back, 513-749-2320. Call us. We'll do a second date update call for you. You can also email us, Jeff and Jen, at WKRQ.com. And then tomorrow, 755, it is another $500 happy ending. We'll play a brand new second date update at the end of it. Ask you a question about the date. If you're college 20 and you get it right, it's $500. All right. $755 tomorrow. Looking forward to it. 11 after 7. Make that 12 after 7 now. Jeff and Jenna, Q102. Chance of a scattered morning shower and then mostly cloudy skies the rest of the day today. We'll see a high of 60. Right now, 63. As things are going to cool down here in just a bit on Cincinnati's Q102. Are you ready for the first fast food deer meat place? And do you, speaking of food, eat in the bathroom? And if your house was haunted, would you move? I have an answer for that question. Time for some of the news that didn't make the news this morning. Jen is priceless this morning. I am really enjoying you. (laughs) Jen has just had it. What did I do? I'm just, the expressions on your face. I'm watching what you're watching. That's two days in a row you've been enjoying, Jen. I know. I just, I don't understand what I'm doing over here. Are you sick? What am I, yeah. What are you, medicated or something? You you think I don't pay attention to what goes on around here. (laughs) (laughs) Or that I'm not listening, but I see and hear more than you Mm, think I do. I gotta remember that. Uh Uh-huh. I'm watching Jen consume what's going on in the world. I'm consuming. Jen has a tendency to wear her feelings on her shirt sleeve, and sometimes... (laughs) These are my facial expressions. It is very entertaining. Uh, We have a lot of really uh, important stuff to get to in our news that didn't make the news this morning. Deer meat. Are you ready for fast food deer meat? And if your house was haunted, would you move? Welcome to Thursday, October 27th of 2016. Let's begin with food in the bathroom. There is something that just feels unsavory about eating food in the bathroom. Like, you know, there are millions of tiny particles of human waste swirling around in the air, and that's stopping some it's of us. It's a bathroom. Right. But it's not stopping all of us from bringing food and or drink into the bathroom. According to a new survey, 10% of people eat in the bathroom at work. How do you do that exactly? And, and why? And wh- I mean, I tried to picture, how would you even do that in the bathrooms here? 
Sometimes you yeah. people get ready in there in the morning. So maybe they have a, a breakfast bar or something. That they're eating That's while they're the putting their makeup on. That's I can come up with. I don't know. I, I remember taking a coffee into the bathroom to dump it out, but... Somebody in the hallway spotted me walking into the bathroom with it. And I can't remember, was it you, Fritchie, or was it somebody on the show was like, hey, what do you think? You are not taking that into the bathroom. I'm like, I'm dumping it out. I've <laughs> done that before. I mean, if I'm stopping on at, in the bathroom on the way to get more coffee, I'll take mine in there. You take your cup in there? Yeah, I'll take my cup in there, but I don't take it into the stall with me. I leave it on the counter. I know. But... Yeah, but don't you drink? I mean, when but... you get ready to go out. Don't you feel like sometimes you have your cocktail or beer in the bathroom or bourbon with you? I know people who do that. But our office is directly across from the bathroom, so might I suggest just laying it on your desk? I put mine in Julie's office. (laughs) And I have to go all the way back. I know. It's so hard. According to a new survey, though, 10% of people eat in the bathroom at work, and that's not the only gross thing your coworkers are doing in there, although it's probably the grossest. Only 49% of them, only 49% of them wash their hands when they're done in the bathroom, which means the majority of your coworkers are walking around with unwashed hands, and 40% of them are using their phones while they're on the toilet. Mm. The phone thing. I know a lot of people that do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, whatever. You want to get hand, Jacob foot, mouth? Knows. Oh, <laughs> that's one way. That's yeah, one way. Jacob was taking his iPod in with him and uh, texting me, and I, I explained to him, you know, let's not take it in there because what could happen? So now he walks around the house and says, no poop on the iPod. <laughs> <laughs> you can let him take it in there. Just wipe it off. Yeah. The Internet's year-and-a-half-long quest to find the new blue or white dress keeps marching on. Here is the latest photo that, Fritchie, I think you posted, what, yesterday, day before? I put it up yesterday afternoon because this hit yesterday. Yeah, it shows a pair of legs, and the legs look very shiny. But is it because they're covered in baby baby oil or because an artist painted some strategic white splotches on them? Have you guys seen it? I did see it. Jen, did you? No. Ooh. Yep. That looks like white cream. It does. It looks like uh, an artist painted some strategic white splotches on them to make it look like the light is reflecting off Mm -hmm. of them. And uh, here's a spoiler alert. I don't want to ruin it for you, but they only look shiny because of the white paint. But uh, when you look at it, though, head on, and the the way it appeared on my phone looked like they were these oily, like they had been rubbed down in baby oil. But when I looked at it on a larger screen, it was clear that it was. I feel like once you know that it's white paint, then you can't not see the white paint. You know what I mean? Once you told me it was white paint, I'm like, oh, now I can only see the white paint. My favorite of those artists, though, that can paint these three-dimensional paintings like on a, or is it chalk art, I guess, on a sidewalk and make it look like this, this, there's a hole in the earth or that Mm. there's a cliff. Mm-hmm. Or a waterfall cascading down, which you just, how do you do that how on do a flat that? surface and make it look so three dimensional? Art was never my thing. I mean, I struggled with stick figures. You know how downtown they have that, and I can't remember what street it's on. It's, it might be Vine or one of those, but it looks like the corn on the cob is coming out of the building. It almost looks like you can touch it. There's a big lettuce. It's on, it's on Central and one of the ones that go that way. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It looks really cool. It almost looks like you could touch the, corn and the cabbage and tomatoes. That's cool. It's neat. I love the murals we have. 
downtown and over the Rhine. Yeah. All of them. I just think they look cool. Arby's just announced that they're going to start serving thick-cut venison sandwiches next month. They're doing it in six states, all of which are big on deer hunting. Wisconsin, Minnesota, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, and Georgia. Sadly, we won't be enjoying them here in Ohio, Kentucky, or Indiana. The venison sandwiches will be available for a limited time, and based on our research, this is the first time that we've been able to find out that a major fast food chain will have ever put deer on the menu. But I'll just ask the the country girls here in the studio. Yeah. You grew up in a small town. With many a, many a deer hunter in, in my family and friends. How does it yes. sound to you, thick-cut no, venison you. sandwich? No. I've never been a fan of venison. I've never been a fan of eating deer no or elk hmm. or anything else i mean i used to pull it my ugh, what about my, bison Bison's no i can't do bison either none of that I business. Like, it's a little gamey but i like yeah, i see and as soon as you say gamey that just to me is like <laughs> yeah, ruin it for you ew. what about you fritchie how does it sound thick cut venison i would try it I've, i mean we've had deer chili deer jerky Remember when Jeff took us out to that really nice dinner? They gave us a venison steak. It's pretty good. Yeah. You know, between your finger and the venison meat <laughs> talk this morning, I just... You're just having a time. I'm a little energy. nauseous. Anybody got any Tums? I do. I actually do. <laughs> As a matter of fact. <laughs> I do. I think I do, too. Coming up cool. straight ahead, if your house was haunted, would you move? Also, a teacher is making sure all of her students have a bike. More of the day's news that didn't make the news is coming up next with Jeff and Jen on Q102. Five after eight, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Got some showers, scattered showers, I was going to say, not like heavy rain. And the good news is not going to last all day. The mostly cloudy skies will see a high around 60. Right now it is 61 at Cincinnati's Q102. Started out really warm this morning. It almost mm-hmm. felt balmy out there, but I could feel that wind. I knew some rain was coming. Yep, on its way. And it is progressively getting cooler, and uh, it's going to settle right about 60 here at Cincinnati's Q102. Hey, we were uh, talking about this first grade teacher in South Carolina earlier who recently found out that most of her students didn't have bikes uh, because they come from low-income families. So she started a fundraising campaign to buy them for all 650 kids in her school. That's pretty amazing. And it has already raised 40,000, at least as of last night, $40,000. Yay! You want to talk about a grassroots effort. Yeah. That boom exploded. That's awesome. Yeah, she she started off wanting to buy one bike for a kid who didn't have one, and mm-hmm. then she realized his brother didn't have one either, and pretty soon she was trying to raise sixty five grand to buy bikes for everyone. I get to be the one that teaches them a lot of things for the first time. They get to learn how to tell time, and they don't know how to you know, read a clock until I teach it to them. And well, it started with one little student from my class last year that I especially bonded with. And I realized after taking him out on weekends and trying to give him some experiences of things he doesn't get in life, that he doesn't have a bike. When I asked what he does on weekends, he's like, I just play in the street or I just watch TV. So I thought, how cool would it be to do a GoFundMe to buy him a bike? And then I thought, well, what about his brother? You know, he's, I don't want to leave him out. Like, he wants a bike, I'm sure, too. Just to think, oh my gosh, you know, I could give, I could be, I could be part of being responsible for giving them that the best memory every child has had in their childhood to get a brand new bike would just be awesome. That is pretty awesome. 
Yeah, I am pretty impressed. Yep, totally. So what is the coolest thing you've ever seen a teacher do? Alicia. Well, from personal experience, my teacher and principal pay for me to go to prom. Oh, wow. Really? Dress included. Yes. Dress included. Um, yes, it was junior year, and I was actually saving up to go to college. My parents and I were saving up, so I just had to help them. Um, I didn't really have the funds to go to prom, and when they found out literally the night before prom, we were um, talking after school, and it was like, no, you have to go. So the principal paid for my ticket and my dress, and my teacher paid for me to get hair and makeup done. That is awesome. That's great. Yes, and I am forever grateful. That is very, very cool. Great story. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you. Julie. Yes. What's the coolest thing you've ever seen a teacher do? I had a sixth grade teacher that I was terrified of, and she knew I was scared of her. And one day, I guess she asked my mom if it was okay, and she took me to lunch at Wendy's while I was at school and flat out said, what's going on? Why are you scared of me? What can I do to help? After that, I was not scared of her. That was the coolest thing. (laughs) That's cool. That's really cool. That's all it took. Very nice. Yeah. Were you kind of scared, though, when she said, meet me at Wendy's? (laughs) (laughs) I would have been. Yeah, get in my car. (laughs) Right. Yeah, my mom kind of talked me down and explained what was going, you know, why. And I understood. And after that, she just wasn't so terrifying. That's That's funny. Very nice. Thank you, Julie. Thanks. Jessica. Hi. What's the coolest thing you've seen a teacher do? So my son is a huge Ohio State fan, and he once had a teacher take a story that he wrote about Ohio State and go to great lengths to try to get it to the team to see. It never actually worked, but it was really, really a cool thing that she did for him, and he'll never forget it. Oh, that's awesome. So that was that was pretty good, and I, I think that, um, yeah, that was great. Thank you, Jessica. All right. Caitlin. Yes. What's the coolest thing you've ever seen a teacher do? My house had caught on fire. When I was about 12. Oh, wow. And my teacher actually went out and bought me and my family all new clothes, bought all of the school supplies. Wow. And she put food in my grandparents' fridge because we had to live with them at the time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Teachers are the Pretty sweetest, amazing. aren't they? Yeah, you definitely you definitely know the ones that are are in it with all their heart. That's yeah. for sure. What was your yeah. teacher's name? Uh, it was Mrs. Mayer. Well, thank you, Mrs. Mayor. Yes. Yes, because <laughs> it, it definitely did help. We lost everything, so. Mm, you got to awesome. love it. Thank Here. you, Caitlin. That's awesome. All right. Let's go to Hayden. Hi, Hayden. Hi. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I'm on here. <laughs> How cute is I she? I love your show. We love your enthusiasm. Thank you for calling in. What is the coolest thing you've ever seen a teacher do? Well, actually, this is a personal experience. Yeah. Um, my she's a teacher, and she took in two foster kids that was in her class. That were in oh, her wow. class. Oh, yeah. wow. And how old were these kids? Uh, they've been with us for two years. Um, they were seven, and now they're nine. Seven. <laughs> wow. That's her pretty cool. Her phone cut out a little bit, but she said her mom oh, is her a mom teacher, is a teacher. And she found out that she didn't. these two kids didn't have anywhere to live, so they... Have they took them in. That's yeah. amazing. That's really cool. Give your mom a high five for us. That's pretty awesome. Uh, thank you guys so much. <laughs> you bet. Hey, thank you for listening, Hayden. Take care of yourself. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Bye. Yep.
Yeah, we, we, we asked this question on our Facebook page, by the way. If you want to join the conversation or you can't get to a phone, that's cool. We have Facebook. We're known as Jeff and Jen on Q102 on Facus. If you haven't liked us by now, Leah says in the first grade, I forgot my lunch money, which, you know, when you're six years old, that's devastating because you're all freaked out. Like, oh, my goodness, I'm I forgot my lunch eat. money. Yeah, exactly. What's going to happen? I know it's traumatic for me whenever that oh, happens. Oh, I'm sure it was double for you. Leah said, my teacher handed me $2 and a Hershey bar and told me to keep it a secret. And I still cherish this memory more than 20 that's years sweet. later. That was really sweet. She put a little heart next to that. Uh, Amanda says, when my dad passed away, my older brother's teacher organized a school-wide food drive for our family. People also donated money and toys to it. My younger brother was five, almost six, and I just turned eight. My older brother had just turned 11, so that meant a lot to them. Igor had a great story. He said, I was a refugee back in Serbia. A refugee back in Serbia lived in a refugee center And the entire country was in a terrible economic situation. No paychecks for months. Our high school teacher got her paycheck and bought me and two of my friends shoes for prom so we'd be able to go. Wow. Her class also had 24 refugees. And she went to all the small business owners in that city, had them sponsor the end of the high school the end of the year high school trip for them. Otherwise, none of us would have been able to go. She did so many things. Like she would come to our dorm room to bring us sandwiches, tea, medicine when we were sick, since none of us had our parents with us. She truly was an amazing woman. I never got to thank her enough for everything she has done for me, and I hope I someday have that opportunity. That's very cool. Isn't that incredible? Cool yeah. story. You know, on my journey, I, I've met a lot of really wonderful teachers and therapists and doctors. and uh, But there's always one that comes to mind. When Jacob was six years old, we started doing a sunrise program with him, which is a, a treatment for autism, therapeutic treatment. And a woman came in from Michigan, and she was the first person that I ever witnessed completely loving and accepting him and mm-hmm. all of his behaviors and every different thing that he was doing. And she was just, that was so amazing to have somebody else who could see the perfection and the beauty in my child. And she, she still comes twice a month. Her name is Susan. She's one of my dearest friends. And that was just to, to find people who can see that in them connect that especially way. when yeah. they're in a position of being able to to teach them anything it's pretty amazing teachers are amazing they are my mom was one for 40 some years i was telling you guys a little bit off the air my dad retired after 27 years in covington and I, there's so many stories but one that sticks out to me is there was this kid that was like he wanted to start his own business and he was like i'm gonna mow lawns and i'm gonna make money and all this stuff but he didn't have any money for the lawnmower. So my dad was like, I'm going to buy you a lawnmower, but you better start your own business. Yeah. And the kid is still mowing lawns. Oh, in wow. That's great. <laughs> yeah. He bought him one of those push behind mowers yeah. and he, he cuts Off lawns. He goes. That's cool. Just the little stuff, you know? Yeah. Very cool. So heartfelt thanks. Absolutely. To our teachers. Today. Every single one. 814. Scattered morning showers and then mostly cloudy skies the rest of the day today. We'll see a high around 60. It is 60 right now at Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up, a woman who sets out to prove that the lottery is a waste of money. You won't 
believe what happened next. Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, it's 822. Looking at scattered showers this morning and then partly cloudy skies the rest of the day. Today, we'll see a high right around 60 degrees, sort of where we're sitting now at Cincinnati's Q102. There is a woman in North Carolina who tried to teach her husband a lesson. And I love it when spouses decide they're going to teach you a lesson. Oh, yeah. Mm. I'm going to teach him a lesson. I'll show you something. This woman tried to teach her husband a lesson about how buying lottery tickets is a waste of time. So she goes out and buys a scratch-off ticket, ends up winning a million dollars. How about that? She showed him. Glenda Blackwell. (laughs) Says she had to eat her words, but I don't know. For a million dollars, I would think that's worth it. And sometimes I get to aggravating him. I tell him, you're just wasting your money. <laughs> so when I went to get it, I started scratching it. And when I scratched the two, they was one million winner under the two. So I had to eat my words, but they were worth eating. <laughs> so I was very happy. We struggled a lot. So now we can buy our own home, our own land. It'll be paid for, and I don't have to worry about that no more. So that's what I plan to do with some of the money and the other part. I plan to help my daughter and to put money up for my two granddaughters for college. Feels good. <laughs> Feels real good to have a check like that. There you go. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. And do you think they'll take just a little bit every week and continue to play? Probably. Probably. <laughs> he can't say, she can't say no now. You right. Know? Oh, no kidding. She showed him. <laughs> not. I keep thinking someday I'll win the lottery. But then again, I guess I'd have to play. Yeah, I never play. <laughs> I don't either. The girl on YouTube was carving a big pumpkin <laughs> and decided to see if she could get her head inside it. Uh-huh. And she could. Uh-huh. <laughs> Impressive. Only problem is she couldn't get it back out again. Yeah. Sam, go tell Dad that Rachel has her head stuck in her pumpkin. <laughs> oh, this is epic. This is going on Facebook for sure. Guys, my head is in the pumpkin. Dude. Try tilting it down. My head is literally in the pumpkin. I know what to do. I'm not in the pumpkin anymore. <laughs> do we need to call the fire department? No. <laughs> that would be so horrible. <laughs> I think her head is still inside the pumpkin. I'm not sure she ever got it out. Oh, my God. That's hysterical. She sounds so evil when she's talking. I know. Well, wouldn't you? If you had a pumpkin stuck on your head? Get me out of this pumpkin. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> it's a big pumpkin, too. That is, that's got to be. And she's standing heavy. up. Oh, my gosh. Right. I'm going to post it on our Facebook right. page. Yeah, it's really funny. Oh, my god. I mean, and I could see me going, like, full-blown panic and ending up doing something stupid, like I'd lay on the ground and tell somebody to get a hammer. Get a hammer! Get a hammer! <laughs> With pleasure. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, I won't be going to you when I get the pumpkin stuck on my head. What? I'm going to go to somebody that says that's not a good idea. I got your back. (laughs) Yeah. That was hilarious. I'll help. (laughs) Please let me help. (laughs) I can't even say that with a straight face. No, you can't. Oh, my goodness. By the way, how's your finger, Fritchie? Let's, uh, Let's share with everyone what happened last night. So yesterday I was making uh, kale, potato, turkey, sausage soup, 
and I we have a mandolin in our house, which a lot of people, I guess I, I thought everybody knew what it was, but if, I guess if you don't cook, you don't really realize what it is. It's not... Um, a mandolin. It's, it's a small guitar. It's no, an instrument, right? It's a kitchen no. slicer. Oh. You see it a lot on the Food Network shows when they're taking the potato or the carrot. Is it kind of like a cheese grater? No, it's like a slicer. I'll show you a picture of it. Um, but anyway, so I was slicing potatoes for the soup and I cut off the tip of my finger and I had to go to the emergency room. Yep. Oof. Now, did it completely sever or it just, it's a really good slice? slightly attached on the side. It was a very good slice. just by a little bit of skin? I instantly saw, and I was telling Jeff, Mm. I wish I could have had a video of my face because it instantly, like, I saw the the blood was just everywhere yeah. and the tip of the finger went from being pink 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 wow. to being like um white Ugh. completely white mm. so what i did was i ran it under water because you know that always helps That's everything. what every ding dong does when they cut yes because i'm like the water's gonna make it stop bleeding sure. this is gonna be i'll great. put a band-aid on it and we'll be fine so then i grabbed the paper towels i turned off the stove i got my purse myself and ran out the door our neighbor is a fireman emt of course he's not home so then I I'm I drove myself to the hospital mm-hmm. to the emergency room. But it was so funny because I'm I called my boyfriend and then I call my mom and I'm like I'm remaining very calm right now. I'm driving a vehicle. I have blood going down my arm. I just want to let you know I cut the tip of my finger off and I'm going to the emergency room. Wow. And my mom, Jennifer Ann, how did you do that? <laughs> what was going on, mother? I just told you I was trying to be calm about this. <laughs> I will call you later. But yeah, I didn't even yep. know where the nearest emergency room to my house was, evidently, mm-hmm. either. Yeah, when you move to someplace new, you should probably figure out Round where the closest... Out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, especially you being you. Yes. Well, this yeah. was my first trip to the emergency room since I've been in, in the Ohio new home. Well, now you know where it is. <laughs> well, yeah, because I thought it was Mercy West, but there's a good Sam Tri-Health emergency kind of station uh-huh. off of Harrison Avenue. Thank goodness. Yeah. yeah. So were they able to save the tip? Yes. Well, I as far as I know, just the tip is safe. Good. And I have some stitches there, and hopefully it won't... Six stitches. Yeah, hopefully it won't decay and fall off, but that is still a possibility. Kristen and I were at dinner when we got the text, and we were literally in the, in the middle of eating it, and the phone goes... Of course, we both have our phones out, <laughs> nice. because, you know, if, if one of the kids, so... Yeah. So my kids, kid... Like right. Uh... <laughs> yeah. And... We're at dinner, and she goes, should I send a picture? We're like, yeah, <laughs> let's take a look. And- well, because immediately, I, I immediately, Jen, thought of you, because I was like... Jen gets grossed out easily. She does get grossed out easily. She's not going to want to see this. I mean, and I sent you guys a picture after it had been stitched. Right. So it wasn't as bloody and gross. Gory and but- stuff, but... <sighs> Right. I know. I, yeah, even just kind of looks pretty cool. Talking you about post it, post a picture of it on Facebook. You know, I don't know. Do you want me to? That's, I guess I could put it up on mine. Graphic warning images. I don't know. Does people want to see that kind of stuff? Well, it was after they put it together, right? They stitched yeah, it up. So they stitched it up. It's, so. it's not like it's the tip is dangling from the rest of your finger. But it was for a minute, and the guy, the nurse practitioner dude, is like pulling up the flap, and I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. Like that hurts. <laughs> so today it has a pulse, and it's just a little warm. Wow. <laughs> and it's just a little warm. <laughs> you know how? Did you, you have... get pain pills? Did they give you something? But you're not taking them. You know, ibuprofen. It's not like I. 
They, they what did it feel it like out. when? So when it sliced your thing, right, did it hurt right. like hell? Yes, absolutely. Oh, I can't even. But imagine. I think I was so in shock that I was like, I think I'm going to throw up immediately. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to throw nauseous. up. Nauseous. Yes. Immediately, I'm like, I'm throwing. I'm going to throw up. I'm glad your fingers are. And then I'm okay. going to be like, I threw up on my cut finger, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> so we think the finger, now that it's been reattached or sewed up or stitched up, yeah. you think you'll be able to keep that tip. I hope so. I mean, he said watch it. So um, I'm going to get my stitches out like in a week and a half. He said it still could like if it starts. To, I'm going to change the bandage on Friday. If it starts to change color, mm-hmm. it's probably going to fall off. Somebody sent me a note and said that it's a natural reaction for us to want to irrigate a wound when something like that happens. So oh, like put it yeah, under like the water. Irrigate it. Let's irrigate it. Right. Yeah. Let's put it under the water. Because I'm like, oh, it's going to stop. That's mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Yeah, if you don't have alcohol no or something. No more blood. Around, right? oh. <laughs> the weird thing is, too, and this might gross Jen out, and we had to take a break, but I got my... Um, when they put the Novocaine or whatever in the bottom, because my whole finger, he was like, the way that you sliced it, I'm going to have to give you five shots. So I'm just going to give you one numbing one in the bottom. And when he was stitching it, I could feel, could feel a the tug. movement, yeah. but I couldn't feel it, feel it. And it was right. the weirdest, surreal thing. I'll bet. Yeah. Wow. Ugh. I guess I'll post the picture. Pretty cool. If people don't like it, then. The nail is still intact. For now, that's what he said. He's like, you sliced it. You're probably going to have to kind of... We didn't have to remove it, but you sliced it pretty good. You're going to have to probably scale it back some. Right. If it doesn't eventually fall off altogether. And you just keep talking about it because you know (laughs) it's making me nauseous. This is so cool. If you think I don't know what you're doing here. Just put a graphic warning up there. I'm sure... I know. For for as many people that are grossed out, there will be... People love that kind of stuff. Exactly. They love seeing it. And it's really, really... I mean, Jen, you looked at it. It's not that bad. If it bleeds, it leads, Fritchie. That's right. (laughs) That's right. God. By the way, if you recall, Fritch gave me a recorder. Uh, if you don't know what a recorder is, it's, it's a woodwind instrument. It's a musical instrument. It's one of the basic instruments for kids like me who have uh, no musical skills whatsoever. But you can play this. You nail it. You're good. I can play Ferrajaka. Yeah. I mean, I've heard you. And that's about it. But someone on YouTube is posting covers of famous songs on the recorder. And they're great. Let's mm-hmm. listen to the recorder version of Britney Spears' yeah. Toxic. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? You got to be so happy she gave that to me. I think it sounds amazing. You think it sounds good? Yeah. You love Britney Spears. I don't know why there aren't more of these. Me either. That is superb. How about Usher's Yeah on a recorder? No? Turn the mic down a little next time you record it. It sounds really distorted. It's too distorted. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll keep working on it. It's really good, though. I was wondering what you did with that recorder. I thought you might have donated it. Nope. No, it actually survived the move. Nice. Yeah. How about this? How about Donald Trump singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game? I don't know if you remember this, but Donald Trump sang Take Me Out to the Ball Game at Wrigley Field. You know, that's the big tradition. They have a celebrity that sings Take Me Out to the Ball Game. This happened about 16 years ago. One, two, 
Donald Trump, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! Yay! By the way, the Chicago Cubs defeated the Cleveland Indians 5-1 to one to even the series at one game apiece. Go Cubbies! This time it was the Cubs whose pitcher was almost unhittable. Mm-hmm. It was a good game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- I guess this was significant because... Terry Francona, the Indians manager, lost his first World Series game last night. His first. So that drops him 9-1. to one. This is the guy who managed the 2004 and 2007 Boston Red Sox teams that won it all. And they swept both series. So this was a new experience for him. Hmm. I'm pumped. Let's go. Keep well, they, it exciting. They are so they're tied one to one. And they are they're off tonight and they play tomorrow at Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. So that should be fun to see. Yep. Tomorrow night. So Kelly Ripa, I, I guess um is Dax out of it? He is out of it. So they had actually um last week they were trying to get down to they had the final two on Thursday and they it was him and some other guy and they picked the other guy to host the show live mm. with Kelly. I think they already did it on Monday or something like that, but he's done. He's done, but this guy that was on was it Friday, the teacher? Yeah. Just this average Joe, just a te- where was he from? Somewhere out east. Pennsylvania. Yeah. His name is Richard Curtis. And he won a contest to get the job for one day. And he did so well that people are actually thinking he might get hired to permanently co-host with really? Kelly Ripa. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, look at all the red. How many kids go to that school? My eyes are sweating. It's not no, tears. No, it's not tears. No, they're, they're sweating. <laughs> Their eyes are sweating. Yeah, that is so cool. We have about 2,500. Um, our school is absolutely amazing. It's so positive, and the vibe there is so family-oriented. Yeah. You, can get, you can just get behind it as a teacher. Yeah. Students like coming to school and kind of being there for a little oh, bit. You, do you teach all grades, 9 through 12? 9 through 12, um, I'm, a, I'm actually the TV teacher there, so um, <laughs> which is crazy. For the first time, I'm going to put a little weight behind the words. I'm like, guys... <laughs> I've done it. Yeah. This is huge. So this is great. Guys, take it from me. This is how it goes. There you go. Cute. Yeah. My television production teacher didn't have any experience in television production, but she was very good. <laughs> that's so funny because that's so true. Val. And they were going back to my co- the guys that taught all of the radio and TV. Some of them maybe did some small time when they were. In their 20s, but all they were all in like their 50s and 60s. And even though they taught it, they were bitter. Really? Oh, because oh, it didn't yeah. work out oh, the way oh, they were yeah. hoping. It, oh, yeah. yeah. And they're all telling me, oh, you're going to you're going to get into this and you're going to hate it. It's going to it's not going to intellectually challenge you enough. And you need a challenge all the time and you're not going to make any money and you're going to get bored. I'm and- so glad I took this class. <laughs> you're really inspiring me. here. Like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. Radio was just such a different animal. When I got into it as a kid, we had a 10-watt, student-run, educational radio station in our high school, and there was just one one faculty advisor who had no experience in it, but I guess he was 
Well, he was the, uh, uh, you know, what's the guy? That, Advisor? The media. The, the media guy. You know, he was in charge of, like, all the projectors PR, and stuff. Oh. oh, the AV? Yeah, the AV guy. And I guess, I don't know, for whatever reason, when they decided to launch this thing, you know, the FCC was allowing low-power licenses in certain educational environments, and our high school was one of them, and we used to do a fundraiser every year for charity. And so even though I wasn't in high school, I knew that this radio station existed, and they were letting people talk on the radio <laughs> for a donation. <laughs> so I show up, and they're like, well, what do you want to say on the radio? We have we have a, a like a box of books here. You want to read a story? I'm like, do I? <laughs> Did so, they have headphones and everything? For oh, yeah, they had headphones can... and everything, and I sat there and read the story. and Loved the sound of your own voice. Oh, loved it. What story? Do you remember? Peter Cottontail. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> and so they made an exception. They said, you know what? It, obviously, he's too young to work here, work here, but if he wants to come by and maybe volunteer and help out the high school kids. That so, would be cool. So I was an intern for high school kids. What did you have to do? Trash and... Yeah, I'd empty out the trash. They had this beige phone, this old rotary beige phone that sat on the other side, on a desk on the other side of the glass from the FM studio that would ring and people would call in for requests or say, yes, I'd like to have a public service announcement or something. And so I'd answer the phones. And then one of the kids would say, get in here, put these records away. And you'd go a-running. Right. Now run down to the cafeteria give me a sandwich. Yes, sir. I you did and it. Your, you and your tough skins. Right. Yeah, me and my tough skins. <laughs> How old did my you say you Fourth grade. Fourth grade. Wow. <laughs> he was 10 years old. 10. Uh-huh. So. That's funny. So the faculty advisor said, listen, every year we make a trip into Boston and we take the kids in that work here in the radio station. They have to, in order to, to work on the station, you have to have your FCC license. So if you want to be on the next trip, if you want to get your FCC license, if you get it, if you pass the test, mm-hmm. yeah, funny. then we'll let you co-host once in a while with one of the kids. I'm like, yeah, I would love that. That'd be great. So we said, okay, well, you got to get this booklet and you got to study it real hard. I remember. Yeah. You had to study for your license, oh, yeah. didn't you? Oh, yeah. And it, it was a little yellow. It came when the license finally came. It was a yellow piece of paper. It was like this little square piece of paper mm-hmm. what would they ask you on the on the test it was all emergency broadcasting yeah stuff what to do if there was an emergency and how to handle it Th- words you can't say yeah <laughs> how to turn the transmitter on and off taking transmitter readings and here's the thing like i academically i always struggled through school it was always hard for me for me to for me to pass classes i always had to work hard where you know other kids just some kids who were just so smart they could phone it in and and still get A's. But when it came to studying for my FCC exam, oh, I knew everything there was to know about obscenity laws and, and how to so turn the transmitter on and off. Why the teachers would say, you know, I think he's quite bright. He just doesn't apply himself. That's exactly right. Yep. That's exactly right. So on October 25th, oh, this anniversary just passed recently. Huh. Two days ago. 1977, almost 40 years ago. Took that test and passed it. You sit and, you know, you take the test, and then you sit on like this bench 
There's all these people, and this gruff guy in the background, he yells out your name. Get up here. You walk up, and he hands you. At that time, it was a bigger blue piece of paper certificate. Yeah. He said, you passed. Oh. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. I was so excited. Yeah, mine came in the mail. I didn't How have to go through How long before they that. let you host the radio show with someone after you passed? It was pretty immediate. Mm-hmm. Friday afternoons at 3 o'clock, there was a show called Country Calvacade. Cavalcade? Calvacade. Like Moo-vacade? Like Cal-Moo? Uh, no, Calvacade. C-A-L-V-A-C-A-D-E, I think. You joined the Cavalcade and... I forget. Yeah, it was a one-hour country music show. Every hour was a different type of music. Like one hour would be country, the other hour would be easy Long listening. Programming. Yeah, another one would be like just soundtracks from Broadway shows and stuff. Another one would be polka music. <laughs> nice, you did polka. We had a lot of people that were of Polish descent. We had we had bluegrass. We had a, a bluegrass. Hour. Yeah, I think we might have had bluegrass. We had what, we, we, literally, we called it the Irish jig. Nice. Or for an hour, it would be That's nothing but one. Irish music. That's a good one. This is awesome. Yeah, so I was on the country cavalcade with Peter Frank, who was, I don't know, he had to have been sophomore or junior, probably a junior or senior, because they gave preferences to the upperclassmen. And uh, I just did what he told me. I'd read a public service announcement. or I'd just sit there, and he would run the board, and I'd sit next to him like a co-pilot. He can't remember what we talked about on the air yesterday. Yes. But he remembers this. Every TV commercial that ever aired and TV schedules from 1972 on. Oh, and those the, were and big the moments. that he got his FCC license. <laughs> right. October 20th. I still have it. I'm going to take a picture of it and post it on Facebook someday. I think you should. <laughs> It'll be cute. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Some people celebrate the holidays, but you, you dominate the holidays. You deck the halls, the mantle, and anything else that will stand still. You deserve a bold cold brew that's as festive as you. Topped with creamy cookie butter cold foam, covered in cookie butter crumbles, and perfectly pairable with our new cookie butter donut, Dunkin's Cookie Butter Cold Brew is a delicious match for your decked out domination. America runs on Dunkin. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.